0: Hello, people at home. You're listening once again to Riffs and Scripts.
1: Riffs and scripts.
0: Yes. Yeah. My oh, name wait, is Oh, Let's Bryan. do it. Wait,
1: wait, let's do it like uh, like okay. like a wrestling person.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, in the London corner, weighing in at I, I, How I, dare I, you? Uh, All oh. I meant.
1: All I meant was for you to just go riffs and screams.
0: Okay, so so. riffs and screams. That's
1: all I wanted. That's no, all sorry, I wanted. I, so much? Was, sorry,
0: sorry, accidentally commenting about your weight. I was just in the zone.
1: How dare? You? No, it's all good. I've
0: been looking up boxing videos recently. Have you? Yeah, I, I've sort of always been interested in boxing, and I, I sort of wanted to do it, um, partially as a way uh, to get in shape um and also you know self-defense type stuff yeah uh, i think it's i think i genuinely it sounds silly but generally people at home i think it's good doing a bit of, a little bit of martial arts and just uh feeling comfortable in yourself
1: martial um, arts is uh, I, I could compare it to yoga in that it's it is physical and it is movement based but it's also about a lot more than that it's about yeah. like your breathing it's about your focus so yeah it's one of those things that i think anyone could benefit from doing a bit of martial arts i've never done any myself but
0: yeah no i I did, yeah, I, I did quite a bit when I was growing up. I think, you know, um, this is going to sound really silly and odd. This is a bit about my family life. So my my parents wanted me to do martial arts because I'm dyspraxic, right? So, yeah. so my coordination's not very good. So it was mainly to help my coordination and to make me feel a bit safer because I'm, I'm a, a r- fairly short guy. Um, but I think part of it came from um, my grandfather, who's five foot six, right? Who mm-hmm. was five foot six. Um uh, who I've mentioned loads of times, and here's an opportunity to talk about him again. He he spent most of his childhood in uh, orphanages, in in, in in homes. like, um, And uh, his mum did one good thing for him in his life. So his mum left him in an orphanage, right? But he was getting the crap beaten out of him, right? right. Every day. And she, he wrote to his mum saying, please, I need some help. And so she hired a boxer to come and teach him how to box, and then he was all right. Wow. So... um. I think my mum took that to heart. And I, I, family is really important to me. And I think uh, passing things on is really important. So that's another thing that, um, uh, yeah, you know, is, is really important to me. I'll Pass tell, it I, I, on. I tell that's a, a really important
1: lesson. message, actually. My dad yeah, said I that think, to me. I think you should
0: do that. My, I've got a really good um, uh, life lesson from my grandma, who unfortunately died when I was quite young. Really good life lesson from her, which I've always remembered, is it's important to keep promises, but you don't have to keep a promise to a bad person. Okay. Um I could explain about that off the podcast, but that's a really good one. Uh I think.
1: Um what you were saying about pass it forward, my me and my dad had a really sweet moment about that once where um he had supported me through uni and then supported me through drama school and like before I before I go into the sweetness, like even with him helping out with the fees and with my rent, I still needed a lot of money every month yeah. to pay my bills and my travel, I needed, even with my dad helping me so much, I still needed 500 pounds a month to like pay my bills, my Oyster card to get to Art's Ed and back and like a food shop. Or I might not have even included the food shop. Anyway, it's hard. So um, one day I said to my dad, um, we were just hanging out in his kitchen and he was like pottering about like emptying bins and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to pay you back one day, dad. And he went, I don't want you to. I want you to promise me that you will do the same thing for your kids. The wisdom that is Sav Savva. dad
0: wisdom, that is.
1: Such dad wisdom. That poor man. I know I mentioned last week, all the like having to go around and get petrol and the issues with the plumber. My poor dad, who works full time, was Mm. taking work days from home so that he could help me with all that shite. Like the poor man had to like come and pick me up from work when I couldn't drive there and I was carrying all this crap like bless him man and like it's one of those things where i know i shouldn't say sorry because he's happy to do it i should just be really really grateful but man i felt sheepish at how much he had to swoop in and help last week Aww. like bloody hell bloody bloody this is
0: this is why we appreciate we're very lucky to have, have parents, the parents that we have to do all this thousand stuff, percent
1: you know? we're lucky to have both parents but we're also lucky to have the parents that we happen the to specific have specific parents yeah that we have. exactly
0: and yeah. um, I, I know you know there's there's uh, a common thing where I, do you know, I i knew i knew some people who had uh, quite wealthy parents who weren't particularly involved in their lives yep. at university Yes, so they really struggle at university because they don't get the same money for one thing yep um yeah you yeah. get
1: given way less because your family has more and i can yeah. understand that i do think if if yeah. you are relatively well off slash really rich it should you why should the government help your child you like that should you should look after your kid a bit more you know it's it's it should be there for the people who need it most um but that's 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 a whole thing do you have i have some news to tell you cole
0: um
1: that i haven't that you you genuinely i haven't genuinely not told you off the podcast i have i have i was gonna try and
0: say something funny for what it might be but do you want to have a go go on yes what my news is um you've realized that you've you're actually gay and uh, that was the whole thing. And you're coming out to me on the podcast live in front of everyone else. Is that what's happening? I
1: mean, you're going to have to tell Music Tech boyfriend. See how? Oh that goes? no,
0: he'd be all right with it. He's great. He's hey, lovely.
1: I'm I'm a little bit queer. We've had that chat, but no, no, no. Yeah, we've um, had that chat. I think, if for all intents and purposes, I I kind of live my life relatively straight, but with exceptions.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, no, there's exceptions. It's not about that.
1: Um, <laughs> I literally right before us recording today. Literally hung up the phone, hung up the zoom call, and then messaged you about recording, got a new agent.
0: Oh shit, yeah
1: Fuck yeah, bitches. By the way, by the way, Amber
0: is doing the Kermit the Frog arms and I'm doing the little bisexual finger guns.
1: A <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Aww. making my boobs swish around a lot.
0: <laughs> swishy tits.
1: I've got such swishy tits. But anyway,
0: oh my god, you guys, that's like such swishy, tits such right swishy now. tits. But like, oh god. guys,
1: this industry is exhausting emotionally because you know, a couple of months ago, I got dropped by my agent. We were still suffering with the lack of venues opening and this and yeah, the other, yeah. and with the exception of a couple of R and D processes. I hadn't performed. I produced over the summer. I did a combat course over the summer, but it was really hurting me that no one wanted me to perform. And I have found this job that I'm about to leave on, which by the time this episode comes out, I'm so sure will be public, but just in case, I'm not going to say, have a look on our socials. Um, Damn. And... Yeah, so I, I I was dealing with the rejection of that agent and I, I kind of made the decision that self-representing is definitely an option and I have found myself paid work yeah, doing it yeah. myself um, and I was like, I'm not going to do the whole apply to loads and loads of agencies. I'm only going to apply when I find one I'm so excited about and genuinely want to sign with. So this agency have said, put us on your CV straight away, it's fine. So there's no secret. They are called International Actors London. So uh, uh, they started off as an Irish agency because what the founder is Irish and then they've they've kind of expanded to be an agency for just people who are not completely white, not completely English, this, that, the other. Yeah, yeah. So I discovered them because um, a, a teaching colleague who I drive every week had a meeting with them and she just said they were amazing. She was like, they were so kind. Mm. They just seemed to really understand actors and she had this incredible experience with them. And thing is, that friend of mine speaks like five languages. She is, she is Chilean. She is fluent in Spanish and Italian, obviously English. Um, so she was like, I think you should message the Mamba. And I was like, thing is, babe, I don't, I'm not fluent in a second language. I've got decent French and a basic Greek. That is not good mm. enough. She was like, I think you should message the Mamba. <laughs> so I did. And they got in touch Um and planned the meeting they planned it weeks in advance and we literally had the meeting this morning and they were like we'd love to have you and i was like i i would love to sign with you and they were like you don't they said you don't have to go think about it and i said no because part of the conversation i i actually made it very clear to them i was like i would rather go another year without an agent then sign with the wrong agent with the
0: wrong agent
1: and i and i that is definitely a lesson i've learned this year from my past agency and i and i said and we talked about longevity and they they said they found it really surprising that an agent dropped me after like six to eight months especially during the pandemic they were like no we would want to give it a couple of years they they have an actor who didn't get a job for years and then got fantastic beasts
0: that's like amazing. How cool is that?
1: I don't know which actor I didn't ask, but we talked about longevity. Um, and I, I was like, that matters more to me than anything. And we agreed that we, people have ups and downs and dry spells and that's not, it was just such a fucking lovely conversation. Mm. And yeah, so, and apparently they then reveal, so there are two people that run the agency together. And when I reached out, the one that I wasn't speaking to actually forwarded it to the lady I was speaking to. Like, I really think we want her. So it was just a really positive, lovely. Let's share our stories and our skills and what we can offer and what, what should we do next? I've got a whole list of stuff to do. Like I like make a fight reel because I do stage combat and things like that. Um, But yes, I am now signed with another agent. And That's you never so know, cool. this time next year, I might be doing an episode like, they ditch me again. But <laughs> at the moment, I'm going to be filled with optimism and see how it goes. And now I'm at... A, a, and it's just crazy that a, a month ago, I had no agent and no acting work. And now I've got a new agent that I'm really excited yeah. about. And I'm about to leave for an acting job. So...
0: That's amazing. Isn't that That's great? Amazing. That's great. Take the wins. I, I was so... Um, that thing you said, you know, a, a, a an actor who... Um, didn't have work for years and then got cast in Fantastic Beasts. I suppose you must they must have some people who are never right for for roles that come up and then eventually, you know, there yeah. will be a role that only comes up that can only work for that kind of person.
1: Yeah. And you know, some some agents just don't have the patience for that. When I was at Arts Ed, one of my teachers compared it really well. They they were like a lot of agents are car salesmen and you're the car yeah like they need to they want to You can
0: fit so many actings in this person
1: (laughs) yes it's like it's literally you need to make the money they need they see you as a product they will do their job and try their best to sell you but at the end of the day that's what it is but i didn't get that feeling from them and it makes me and also like i the best recommendation i can get as an actor is from another actor I, cool. to be honest I don't I don't necessarily I do care but I don't care. it's not as important how much money you make or how much I want to be happy working with you we are yeah. running my business together that's how that's what an agent does they are your business manager you employ them mm. to manage the business end of your career like it's it's got to be a good relationship so anyway I'm feeling hopeful I'm feeling Boom. positive and Boom. I've got a new chapter ahead of me Carl what have you got lined up because I know you're making plans oh God.
0: okay so um me and naif uh, a couple of weeks back now um sat down and we we basically you know so i've got the booth to a point where i can record vocals now so now we're we're properly moving everything like ahead and we we've we're we're cutting we're trimming the fat of all, all the songs that we've got and now we've got we had something like sixteen ideas. Now we've got ten, eleven, twelve ideas that we really have some faith in. We basically, and the other thing is that whenever we try and do right, we go do a day where we refine something. Then we'll start something completely new yeah. and get something actually really quite far along, which is actually my favourite stuff. Like you know, um, some of the biggest songs in 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 music were were written really quickly. You know, um, and a, a lot of the biggest songs in music were written over like years. You know, it's it's really. Um, it's a really odd process. And it's very non-linear. Um, so that's kind of coming together. And now me, Nathan, Luca, we're starting to play together again. Um, well, we've only had the one rehearsal, which we actually had, I talked about last time, but you know, we've been so fucking busy <laughs> the whole time. Mm. So it's starting to come to life a bit more. Um, and things are becoming a bit more real. We've had that weird thing where we've come out of lockdown and yet still not felt that big release. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: Um, so like, I've not been to any gigs yet and I know gigs have been around for like a month or two now, maybe, maybe slightly longer. Um, I've not been to any shows. I've not been to anything live. I'm going to a show
1: for the first time tonight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's like what it's, it's, uh, start of October now. Yeah. Um, or by the time this goes out, this will be kind of mid October, but, um, you know, that's, that's where, where I'm at um I'm also in this play which is out in November um and I think I can reveal it all now so um I think I talked about it on the podcast I'm not Yeah you have sure. that one. um but yeah I'm I'm in this Terry Pratchett play um which is uh about murder in Ankh-Morpork which is fun enough the title murder in Ankh-Morpork um and it's an amalgamation of uh a lot of different uh bits of of the the Watch books which is all based in Ankh-Morpork and it's all about um the uh, emerging police force that's sort of based on just after the Bow Street Runners type deal. Um, so if you don't know what the Bow Street Runners, they're kind of the precursor to the police that we had in London. Um, so it's seeing if it works as a, um, as its own piece. That's not just based off one of the books. Right. The reason that this has happened, is it's written by Stephen Briggs. who's written a lot of stuff to do with Terry Pratchett, like right. quite well-known books. Um, and When Terry Pratchett was alive, because of course he died, um, I think 2015, 2016, um, uh, they had planned to do a BBC series together, Mm -hmm. um, and then it didn't come off. This was about, it was before that, it was probably about 20 years ago, but they've now done a BBC America, I think it is, series called The Watch, which has characters based off of Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Um, The Pratchett fans are really gutted about it, to be honest, because it's taken a lot of the nuance and a lot of the the kind of fun clever british stuff about it and kind of take uh, it away it's still a great show that's not to say it's a bad show yeah, it, but, but it'll be great so
1: distinctive like you can't
0: yeah there's 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 interesting stuff that they've tried to do that's positive but in what they've ended up Kind of losing some of the nuance. So I don't. I don't mind talking about this because it's something interesting. But um, the, the trans issues pop up in Terry Pratchett, which is actually quite ahead of its time.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, massively.
0: So, so in in Terry Pratchett's world, dwarves are all um, uh supposed to be outwardly male, okay, and they don't even accept that female dwarves exist, right? And oh. they don't have female pronouns. So, um, and this is all kind of basically pratchett did this wonderful thing where he takes um mythology uh, particularly european mytho- mythology but also all over the place but mythology and then pushes it to its um kind of extreme yeah. in order to um satirize the world that we live in right so what we have, what we have in the course of the watch books is there is a character called cheery little bottom, because as we know dwarves are called cheery and happy and da yeah, so yeah. so the character is called cheery little bottom right and um this character is a dwarf who's a woman, and basically gradually reveals to the world that she is a woman and deserves wow. to be called she, and can wear high heels and can wear a skirt rather than shorts. Um, what but, a wonderful you know, way
1: of making that yeah, message accessible, you exactly. know? Exactly. Like, and so,
0: Cheery mm, Little Bottom still has still Jacqueline has a beard. Jackson Wilson
1: fucking wishes. You
0: know. <laughs> But, like, you know, Cheery Little Bottom still has a beard and still has an axe and still is so much a dwarf and is no less of a dwarf by being a woman. And so that's Aww. a really nuanced uh, way to talk about trans issues. Which
1: book is that? Uh,
0: well, that's that's through the Course of the Watch series. So that'll oh, okay. start with Guards, Guards, and it'll go through Men at Arms. Feet of Clay is a good one. So um, I don't, I really, uh, do you know what? Social issues are important to us. So let's talk about it for a bit. Feet of Clay is one about autonomy. And um it's based off the Jewish fairy tales of the Golem. Right. So a Golem is, is a Jewish um mythological creature um which is made of clay, a man made of clay and goes and beats stuff up, right? Uh in this and is it's a horrible, terrible thing. In in it, you know, whatever. But in Feet of Clay, they're kind of kept as slaves and it's about recognizing autonomy. Um and uh it's also very heavily based off uh the science fiction novels of Isaac Asimov, um who wrote about robots and wrote about the rights of, you know, is this thing sentient? Can we really restrict this thing? And basically, they all have certain rules, like you can't hurt a human being, and you have to do um, uh, whatever a human being says unless it conflicts with the first law, and things like that. So that's uh, Isaac Asimov stuff that turns up in Terry Pratchett. But really, it's about treating people as an underclass and how it's wrong. And basically, there's a fundamental rule in all of Terry Pratchett, which is that evil is when you treat people as things. And that's that's really Ooh, what a, a, a huge thing that runs through all of Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Um. And you shouldn't treat people as things. And that's what real evil is. You know. Oh, I so, love Terry Pratchett
1: so much. Um, um. He's brilliant. I read a Neil Gaiman book recently. Did I tell you?
0: Love Neil Gaiman. I read Neverwhere
1: yeah. and I fucking loved it. Have you read Neverwhere?
0: No, I have not.
1: I will lend it to you. It's just it's just Gaiman. I just do you know, what? I personally as like I, I love. Pratchett I, I acknowledge his genius but I've read two Neil Gaiman books and I just think that his version of writing a story just works for me that little bit yeah, better yeah.
0: you need to click with an author you yeah um them.
1: so I just had a thought yeah we have a, we have an announcement to make yeah and I think we should make that announcement and I think then we should do a Muppet casting for old time sake that's
0: the fucking best idea
1: so Cole you are working on a play you are working on your music yeah. you yeah. are working full-time and you are overworked. Well,
0: I'm, I'm part-time, Fine. but I'm exhausted. You are working
1: four <laughs> days a week?
0: Uh, Yeah, it's it's switching between four yeah. and three and two, but it's, okay. it's all all over the place. You
1: have your day job. You're a bit shattered.
0: Yeah, I'm a bit fucking knackered. Bad stuff is happening.
1: I am about to go away for an acting job and not be back until mid-November. So we have made the decision that we're going to take a little break. Please
0: little break. don't
1: think that this is the end of Riffs and Scripts.
0: It most certainly is not, by the way. We love
1: what we do. We love I think we enjoy our episodes more than anyone.
0: I think that's (laughs) I think that is an apt summary. We enjoy our podcast much more than anyone else possibly. But hey,
1: you should create something you enjoy. If exactly. we were making a podcast that we wouldn't to listen to, then what the fuck are we doing?
0: Exactly. All I really want to listen to is Muppets casting, and then people with correct opinions. That they <laughs> refuse to shut to, 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 And really dirty mal- laughs. laughs. A really filthy laughs. laughs. Filthy. Yeah. Mm. Filthy.
1: Oh, I've just had an idea of the Muppet casting as well.
0: Okay. Have yeah. we
1: done Rocky Horror?
0: I've never seen Rocky Horror, have I? That's why we've never, never done it. it. That's why we never did it. Bastard. Well, how about that's our project for the next one? Is I need to watch Rocky Horror. Give then, me something then, I then, have to I watch
1: before January. Oh man. Um One thing. You God. have to watch Rocky Horror. I I can't Don't worry. It's I'll, okay. I
0: uh, will think about that and I'll tell it. you towards the end of the episode. So
1: anyway, you guys, we're going to we're going to take a break, but we'll be back in the new year. We are planning things. I um I am hell-bent on finding a a way of us to do like a live show because Cole and I are live performers. So we are genuinely nowhere near done here, but we have been doing it consistently for just shy of a year. And we've both got some creative projects we need to go work on and we need some rest because it's gone from (laughs) nothing to way too much. (laughs) The past couple of months have been mental. Everyone else,
0: everyone else like has started doing stuff. That's what's basically happened is that, lockdowns seem to be over in well, general I think so. fingers crossed um, fucking hell you know and now the world is opening up a bit and i think we're just being a bit overwhelmed and things are starting to happen for us yeah so but um, we
1: we really don't want to give this up we love it so much so after yeah. today's episode i'm still going to be using loads of the social media i'll be showing you my life performing maybe cole can put some of his stuff up there you yeah. can still follow us and we'll be back with new episodes in the new year so, mm. to round off before we take a little bit of a break, what should we do a muppet casting of,
0: Cole? Okay, so we have decided that our muppet casting is going to be the 90s classic pulp fiction. Yeah. Um one of the biggest, well probably the biggest film that Tarantino did. It's the most memorable one to me. It's Luke's favorite film. That
1: it's a lot of people's favorite film. I'm I like I I love some other Tarantino films. I still love Pulp Fiction, but it's probably not oh, my so favorite good. Tarantino. But I know I, it's just yeah. iconic.
0: I really enjoyed the most recent one, yeah. which a lot of people didn't. Uh, Once More Time in Hollywood. Oh, I watched um, that
1: recently. Oh my gosh, we could talk about that all day. Mike,
0: can, can we talk about it for just a moment? Yeah, can go we, for can it. Can babe. <laughs> I, I, I um. So a lot of people, a lot of people thought it was too long, which I totally appreciate and I totally understand. Um. I think we talked about before that I like a film to be an event. And we've talked about how intervals should be a thing in films, right? So I would rather have longer films with a big fucking fat interval in the middle. So I'm going to have a a wank and get some popcorn. I thought you were about to say
1: go have a wank. You said waz. I literally saw you go wah. And I was like,
0: Coleridge. I mean, if you're in the mood halfway through a film. Don't do that. Jesus. (laughs) Um, Fuck's sake amber why did you say that anyway i know um, i'm filthy i really i like that film I, I thought it was really interesting That um i just remember this one scene where bruce lee gets beaten up yeah <laughs> i was just like wow
1: we tarantino, when we watched like, it just came out and did that when we watched it we were like right tarantino bingo what do you predict and we were like well obviously feet and I there's feel a like, lot of it i feel like yeah. that film quentin just went look i like feet you know i like feet I know that you know that I like feet. I'm just going to fill this film yeah. with feet and we're just going to get over it. it. There's way like too many feet. on the
0: dashboard stuff and all that. Or like when she's There's in the a cinema with
1: her feet up. Anyway, oh, let's yeah, look at Pulp Fiction. Bit.
0: So, yeah, it's funny. let's it's funny. start funny. with... I love like the flamethrower, but anyway, Pulp Fiction.
1: Let's start with Mia, uh, uh, Uma Thurman's character.
0: Okay, so...
1: Is there a female Muppet that isn't Miss Piggy? <laughs> <laughs> Are the Muppets problem. sexist? I'm really angry. Female Muppets
0: do you know what Come i on, actually Google. want i want um no i oh, really have got, aren't got that many. so actually miss piggy is um they we okay we switch the dynamic of the relationship round with the boxer and his wife who who wants to get pregnant or something or wants to get oh. fat or something. um so so we switch it so she's more of the dominant voice in the relationship and he's just like oh i just need to get my fucking watch leave me alone oh god oh god yeah so so bruce willis's character is kermit right i get you and his partner who is quite submissive in the film in the muppets version is completely the opposite and And he's he's more submissive and miss piggy is her
1: can i make a suggestion yes the couple played by tim rice and that lady who robbed the cafe funny Bunny, yeah. Funny bunny and yeah, yeah, what if they were Kermit and Miss Piggy?
0: Oh, that's fun too.
1: Robbing the oh cafe. Oh my god! Can
0: you imagine? Imagine her, uh, and Miss Piggy goes, "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah, 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 every one of you. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be so good. Okay, that okay. That's them. That's okay, them, thank that's you. Them, that's I'm them, so them. glad. It's it's Tim. Yeah, um, what's his name? he's in loads? Of, uh, he's a great actor. I'm, he I'm really is like
1: incredible. Him. Have you ever seen Lie to Me? Have he I. plays I. Pumpkin. I'm on
0: the last season of uh, of uh, Lie to Me, but oh. I don't want to finish it because I enjoy it so much. I
1: loved it. I loved um, it. So he's Pumpkin oh, I love that he's so and she's Honey funny. Bunny. So that's going to be Kermit and Miss Piggy.
0: Okay, that's Kermit and Miss Piggy. Great. Okay, that's understood. And so Samuel L. Jackson has to talk him down um, with the gun. And the yeah, know, yeah, yeah. We're all friends here. all and that quote stuff scripture. End. It's the one that says bad motherfucker. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's so
0: fucking good. Who <laughs> could um, be that? Oh. It's the pair. We've got to do the pair. Because he, of... he
1: and John Travolta like do the whole foot massage thing, which is a really funny... Yeah. Would you ever give a man a foot massage? So we need...
0: Okay, we need people with a bit of a buddy thing.
1: What about the... the... <laughs> Or Rizzo and Rizzo and Gonzo. Rizzo and Gonzo. That's exactly and Gonzo. what I was thinking. Or can Rizzo? And Rizzo Gonzo need to be those I, okay, please don't be mad at me, you guys. But can Rizzo be Samuel L. Jackson? Can we that's live in exactly that world? What I wanted
0: because I want. I want. I want Gonzo to be okay. To be, okay, so, to be so, Vincent. Yeah, I want
1: yeah, that too. Because
0: like, because there's a thing. Okay, so um, there's a thing about. I think is it, he's on heroin, isn't he? He's on heroin and he keeps having these really bad shits. And so right. he turns up to places and he has this. He reads the, the cartoon in the toilet right. and has a really bad shit. But I can just imagine something with Gonzo with something like that happening and then the Pop-Tart goes off and he's got the Uzi and, oh, that'd be great. It'd yeah. be fucking funny. Oh, so stunning. Gonzo is John Travolta, um, Vincent Vega. Um, yes. And, um, and Rizzo Refections is Jules is, yeah. Winfield.
1: Okay, yes. those are the... Uh, maybe Uma can be the human... <clears throat>
0: Uma can be the that would make sense. That's fine. And she would be dancing with Gonzo. Oh,
1: I would love that. Oh my god, that gosh. would be
0: amazing. It can was we a make? Can Eddie. we
1: literally? Can we? Can the we petition people need to hire us. And
0: Uma Thurman.
1: Our Muppets casting is just shit hot. It's, right, that's
0: fucking good. Okay, we need what to get to a really important
1: one, which is Marcellus the
0: Gimp Wallace. Oh, the Gimp. Oh, the Gimp. Um, shit.
1: Maybe, maybe creature.
0: Hmm. What animal?
1: animal why do i keep you say
0: you say like beast or creature it's always something else i don't else. know why i do
1: that so much anyway um, or we could go the complete opposite direction and make it like beaker <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god that's so fucked up and then, and then, and then, and then the, like the dirty the cop is yeah. uh or the guy the guy who owns the shop is uh mr professor honeydew yes beaker. <laughs> <laughs> god who are we this is so oh weird. my god so oh that's so fucked up <laughs> but that's gotta be it though mr hooded you. and then and then like like you know bruce willis's character comes in and then cuts up <laughs> yes. honeydew with a katana oh my god this is so messed up i love it i absolutely love it okay oh. um oh this is so funny oh. okay so um which means we have to have bruce willis's character we have to have um his wife. We have to. I'm have thinking Marcella the eagle, Suarez.
1: the eagle, for Bruce Willis' character. You know the one.
0: I kind of love that as a boxer. It'd be because he starts off as a boxer and he kills someone in the ring. Oh, that's. And true. we have to have the creepy taxi driver. It's like I want to know what it's like to kill a man. See uh, the light like, die from his eyes. And all okay,
1: that for that one, you know the one in in Muppets Treasure Island, who's just in the band, but he's like, dude, don't get involved in politics. The kind of hippie one.
0: Oh the saxophonist
1: Yeah him Can yeah. that be the taxi driver please
0: <laughs> That would be so fucked up I love it Okay So, so Bruce Willis is going to be the eagle I don't know if that's right With the boxer thing Okay well, Or maybe it would be Who do you
1: want to be the eagle That's nice no, that right? Express yourself man Who do you want
0: I don't know man <laughs> I kind of think Actually the eagle would be really fun We've, fo- we've got a fuzzy bear in there somewhere what if Fuzzy Bear is is Bruce Willis's character?
1: Oh, and kills someone boxing. Tragic. Yeah.
0: Kills someone boxing. And then cuts up Honey with a katana. Oh,
1: fuzzy bear, I like
0: fucking, I love that scene where it's like, shall use the hammer? No, she's use the baseball bat, chainsaw. No, let's use a katana. It's so
1: fucked up. So just to oh just god. to finish it off. The diner where they do the dance off.
0: If yeah, that chef isn't shimmy. there,
1: I will smash things.
0: Boom. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe he's Steve Buscemi's character.
1: Maybe. I love Steve Buscemi, man. Can we We talk about what great,
0: brilliant I actor
1: Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi
0: is? He's a brilliant actor. He's also made he's an incredible career like looking himself.
1: like a bloody... and like f- He looks like a frog.
0: Looking like Steve Buscemi.
1: And he is fantastic. He I've is... got a
0: few films that I want you to watch now.
1: Oh, God. Um, I, is, I don't know about you, but I feel like that's our best Muppet casting yet.
0: I think that's <laughs> definitely our best Muppet casting. We didn't do Marcellus Wallace. Remind me. Who I think should be someone tiny.
1: Marcellus Wallace, one minute.
0: Marcellus Wallace is he's 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 the black guy and he's got the he cut his head yes! shaving before they started filming, so he's got the plaster on the back of his,
1: back of his the, the actor cut his head
0: filming and then they never explain it in the film. But it's all about his soul or, or well they they say it's about his soul. It's about the thing he wants that's in the briefcase, and people say it's his soul or it's a million dollars or something.
1: Oh yeah 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 yeah. Who do you think that could be?
0: We also haven't cast the two Hecklers.
1: I know, um, and I love them so much. Well, if eagle, maybe it's the big eagle... fluffy animal
0: guy should be master. I feel like he should be someone really small and not intimidating. Oh yeah, no, though.
1: eagle's way too big and grown up. Um, I can. I'm looking at a one, but I can't. Um, I don't know who he is. He's like really tiny, like not much bigger than Rizzo, and he's just, he looks like a troll doll. He's got like really red spiky hair and big bulgy eyes.
0: Whoever that is, we could do that.
1: Great. I know who I mean. <laughs>
0: And the, he- could be the, the hecklers the could be
1: anywhere. The hecklers could be someone that they try to rob in <laughs> the opening scene. Do you know what I mean? Oh like...
0: my god! Yeah. Oh, Yo, should I get really a career close. in
1: casting? I'm so proud of
0: myself. I think you should. I mean, <laughs> I c- I can't think of any other like two random characters who turn up. Um. Yeah.
1: What if they're just yeah. having having some breakfast in the opening? scene? I feel scene? like
0: maybe they should be. <laughs> two just two people in the diner, but rather than start off with a conversation between Vincent and 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 um jules what's yeah. his name uh it should be just them two just talking shit about everyone around them yeah. and then in the background <laughs> you hear the conversation and then you know the two people get up and everyone on the fucking ground no fucking road, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. fucking great oh, oh my mate, god that's so cool i want to
1: see that film so badly <laughs> <laughs> that would
0: be amazing can you imagine how good that would be
1: right oh <sighs> shall we wrap up for the last yeah, time for about six weeks
0: I guess so. I, there's there's one more thing. I, I've i got some films that I want you to see. I've okay. only got three rather than one. I'm sorry. One is The Happy Time Murders. Fine. Which is um, a film where the puppets from like Muppets and Sesame Street and stuff like that are actual people who live in a society and a series of them get murdered. All
1: right. right? I'll watch that. It sounds very it's like re- it's Who Framed really Roger Rabbit.
0: Up. It's really fucked up. Oh, is it? Okay, great. Yeah, and it's, then... it's really weird. And then um, a film called Airheads. Right. which has Steve Buscemi and it's about a band who gets sick of their shit lives and so okay. they decide to take over a radio station um, with water pistols full of pepper spray Right Um, and everyone thinks that they're like terrorists or something and okay. it's really it, that's where the quote is Lemmy is God is, is, is in is from Okay and the last film is um, Anvil which is a documentary about a metal band who never quite made it and um uh yeah it's 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 about this canadian metal band who like had a had like a hit in the 80s and then didn't come back and they're still trying um and actually since the film came out they had a huge resurgence oh that's cute um i think it's called anvil the story of anvil or something okay yeah anvil the story of anvil which was made in 2008 and it's like it's, it's really like true to life about what it's like being in a band, like so much struggle. Mm. Um, and, you know, they all have day jobs. He delivers food and stuff. Um, and uh, there we go. So that's the film. So I think, well, people at home, you can watch those films as well. And what <laughs> do you what guys, you what, what film, I, I, film or musical, when we come back around, what do you guys want us to do Muppet castings of? Things oh,
1: like that, that is so true. How have we never asked? Um, yeah. Send it in. We are gonna be on the social medias. We are gonna be around. We're just not gonna be making episodes for a little while, yeah. but we'll see you in January. Um but you can find us on riffsandscripts at gmail.com.
0: You can contact us riffs and scripts pod on Instagram. And Facebook. And Facebook, just look up Riffs and Scripts, we are there. Um So if you're listening to this and you've been, you know, got into the podcast over the course of our break, we are definitely coming break. We are coming break. Very much. Thank you. We are coming break. Um, We're definitely coming back. This is a thing. So we want you to interact with us. Send us things. Uh, Send us ideas for things that you'd like us to cover. Things that you'd like us to do silly Muppet castings of. If you're familiar with our games, you know, send us some recommendations or something that you want us to do or or, or subjects you want us to cover or people you want to interview. Or if you want to be interviewed or if you want to interview us, yeah. just stay in touch with us because we are going to be alive we're going to be kicking and we're going to be bringing stuff back in probably in, in the new year
1: amazing take care everyone and okay. if we don't Much speak to you beforehand have a great Christmas <laughs> mm-hmm. bye, bye.
0: bye.